Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. is loyal to the industry and the network and that is I Tim Gossage because Scotty Cummings is now in Melbourne for Melbourne Cup Week starts with Derby Day tomorrow don't forget SE and Track will have it all covered Brad Shepherd is in the studio are you jealous you're not have you been to a Melbourne Cup I have a couple of times Goss yeah yeah, yeah. normally you know, not so much for the race itself in the birdcage at the back in the marquee oh, just trying to smooth yeah. I'm sure you Love are uh, I reckon you might t- take this in because you seem to know a lot about this next sport and our guest in the studio is Brett Patton Tennis West CEO because we are expecting in fact it might have already happened the launch the summer of tennis in Australia and we do think the WA hopefully is on the map of part of that and that is a 23 million dollar United Cup teams event and Brett Patton is a man who's been involved behind the scenes with this and he's been kind enough to join us in the studio. Uh, BP, thanks for coming in, first and foremost. Um, Nick Kyrgios puts bums on seats. That's all we care about. Certainly does, Goss, and great to be here. Good to see you too, Brad. It's, uh, you know, we've just released today the United Cup. You know, it's a mixed teams competition, the best 18 teams, men's and women across, uh, certainly in Perth, in Brisbane and in uh, New South Wales are going to come and compete for all this prize money and all these ranking points. And it's a, a wonderful new initiative. I'm really excited about that. And in today's paper, there was some mention of, you know, throwing some names around potentially who could come across and play this United Cup in Perth. And Nick Kyrgios, the Australian team, is certainly in contention for that. So the draw will be done on November the 10th on Thursday. And we're looking forward to seeing those teams and those players that nominate and want to come out and play. So are you expecting some big names to come across? Oh, all of them. All the players, the interest between the WTA and the ATP, they're the men's and women's governing bodies, Shep. All the players have already said that they are committed to playing the United Cup. So we'll see the best players come across. You know, the Novak Djokovic's hopefully will be allowed back in, but that's a decision between him and the federal government. Rafael Nadal, of course, we've got the best players in the world, Paula Badosa, Igis Fiatek from Poland. Wow. So they've all put their hand up to come across and play the lead into the Australian summer, which is going to be the United Cup in the very first week. All right. So just having a look at this, and Glenn Quarterman has penned an article, but it has officially been launched this morning. Each state will host two groups of three countries and compete in a round-robin format from December 29 to Jan 4. Each tie features two men, two women's, and a mixed doubles. It's great to get all the best in the world, but we're going to be vying for against Brisbane and Sydney to get Kyrgios. Um, you know, Djokovic could be great, Nadal would be great, but I think Kyrgios is the one we'd love to see. You're the CEO of Tennis West. It rests on your shoulders. <laughs> if you don't deliver... There is going to be issues. blood spilt. Yeah, look, I've been campaigning to get the Australian team here, no doubt about that, Goss, because he is a, he is a seller. People love to see 
Nick Kyrgios. Love yeah. him or hate him with his on-court behaviour. But gee whiz, he's an outstanding 2022, obviously making the final at Wimbledon, quarterfinals at the US Open. And he does bring a different generation of people to the game of tennis. Young 15-year-old boys, 16-year-old boys. Love watching him because he's got the swagger, he's got the style, he's got the attitude. And, you know, everyone in between just loves seeing Nick Kyrgios play. He is an incredibly talented player. Mm. And what you see on court isn't certainly the character you see off court. He's a warm, compassionate player. He runs his own foundation and you know, he's someone that we'd love to see come to Perth and actually play in our United Cup competition for the Australian team. Oh, I was, I was one. I was been a Nick Kyrgios fan for a number of years now, and is is he's polarising in the public society. I can goss. I think you're a bit off him initially. Yeah, no, I was definitely off him. Well, yeah, okay. but 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 I reckon he was. I reckon he had some demons, and I reckon he wasn't getting the right advice or didn't have the right group around him. I think with maturity, he knows how good he is. He is a super talent, just as an outsider looking in. I'm, this is your wheelhouse, Brett. But just, I just wish, no, I don't wish he changes. I just wish him there was respect. If he respected lines people and fans, I'd get that. But that's part of his show. It's all part of the show. I mean, he's popcorn. He's Hollywood. There's no doubt about that. And he loves his basketball too. So yeah. he's that swagger about him. And we saw him break from protocol at Wimbledon where he was wearing the red cap during the um, presentation. And that goes against all protocol. It's all white over at Wimbledon. But, but is that disrespectful? Is that, is that borderline disrespectful? I think to the tradition of the game, particularly at Wimbledon, it could be a scene to be disrespectful, but he marches to the beat of his own drum, Nick, and he can't be told and he won't be told. RAC Arena, I'm sure, yep. will be hosting this event. Um, so you must be pumped because, again, we describe this. This is massive coin. This is $23 million of Huge. leading into the Australian Open. So that's why the best of the best will come down, guaranteed games. So it's got a shades of the Hopman Cup about it. It's great that I think WA could be on on the on the map for this type of event. How confident are you of attracting some of the biggest names? And we don't want to be little brother as opposed to what's happening in Sydney and Brisbane. No, it'll be a fair draw, no doubt about that. And we will get the best players here, no question. I mean, we've got the biggest stadium. The ROC Arena is arguably one of the best tennis arenas in the world. You know, there's 13,500, 14,000 uh, opportunities for people to come through the gates. And like I said, you know, we will get the best players. We had the ATP Cup in 2020 because of COVID. We haven't had no global competition, and we had the great Rafael Dahl there. The Hopman Cup, we know what the fans in Perth thought about the Hopman Cup. They came in absolute droves for 30-plus years. The last two, we saw the great Serena Williams and Roger Federer play, and they packed out the stadium every time they stepped foot onto the court. And, and we know we're going to get the best players in the world across here to WA because it is a great opportunity for us to showcase the best talent in the world in a tennis capacity, and, and we've got the best stadium. So it's going to be a wonderful event. Really excited about it. As you alluded to, it hasn't been a major tennis event in Perth for a couple of years now. How important is it to the grassroots of tennis and how, how is the, the, the junior ranks coming through? Is there anyone of note coming out of WA? Oh, many great players uh, coming out of WA. In fact, two of the brightest female stars in Australian tennis uh, come out of WA from a junior perspective, Talia Gibson and Taylor Preston. and They are really incredible young athletes and they're certainly two names to watch out for. Lily Fairclough, another great junior coming out. We've got Stormy Sanders, who's in the top 10 in the world. She just won in Mexico in the doubles. She's number eight in the world in doubles at the moment. Obviously, Astra Sharma, Maddie Inglis, we saw her great run at the Australian Open third round this year. And, of course, the boys' ranks, Maddie Ebden. You know, he won the Wimbledon doubles. He's part of the Davis Cup team, made the final of the Australian Open. So the stocks in WA are incredible, and we're actually punching above our weight class. So to your question, 
Is global and world-class tennis important at grassroots? Absolutely. You know, and getting it back to our fair shores does nothing but support the growth and the excitement of those grassroots kids. I want to strip it back a little bit because football is probably a clear timeline of, you know, progression through the ranks to hopefully one day to play AFL and for tennis to be on the professional circuit. So what is the pathway from a a junior um, female or or male coming through the ranks to, to hopefully one day to go on these professional circuits? Yeah, good question. It's uh, we, have, we run a lot of junior tournaments and then that sort of progresses into the Open, so the adults. And then what we have here in WA is our Premier League event, which is our state league event. And we do a lot of broadcasting of that mm. at the moment, which we're getting a lot of publicity around. So all our best athletes that come out of juniors and sort of trying to make their name on the world stage in this Open event, they play our our Premier League event or our State League event. And then they can either rebound and go on and play at college and university. That's a big system over there. You get under a good collegiate system in tennis and you improve your game and then you can springboard into the pros or you go straight from sort of State League and sort of try to get into the ITF's uh, challenger stage and then sort of on the ATP or WTA. So there is a career pathway. And um, and WA, again, we've been punching out of our weight class for the best part of 10 or 15 years. The program we run at the State Tennis Centre under Lenny Cannell, who's our strength and conditioning coach, Goran Marajan, he's our high-performance coach, and Mitch Playdell, has been simply remarkable over the last 10 or so years. So we are really excited by the prospects of the young juniors coming out of our academy here. And, and we've got so many great local club coaches too, and that feeds into the academy. So arguably, I think we've got pound for pound the best club coaches anywhere in the world because of the talent they're developing. I'm a thinking man, right? And I was thinking to myself, now I know you've got great funding at tennis, but you could always do with more. Oh, always. You're the CEO. Have you thought about... On big days like Derby, Derby Day, uh, Western, Derby, Western Derby Day and big cricket games like Sunday of lowering the nets and using the courts as a parking area and charging like 25 bucks a car like Claremont Football Club do during the Royal Show. We don't park them on the tennis courts, Goss, but we do. They can utilise our car pay parking here. So yeah. we do that. We, we, we derive some revenue. So you should. With the cricket and with the footy out of that. We should have charged the AFL a heck of a lot more for the grand final. We gave them sort of minimum rates and uh, they sold out in seconds. But it is another <laughs> it's another stream of revenue for us. They charge everyone $1,000 a ticket and we just sort of charge them $20 a ticket. Or so. even a pre-game. Yep. A pre-game event, like a big marquee on your centre court. Imagine you... Oh, you could run that. You're, you're a thinking man. I try to be. I try to yeah, think about are. the. Uh, so this event, which is launched this morning, you're quite brilliant, Shane. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> there's a look. It, it, I'm inc- I'm incredibly excited, and and I think Kyrgios would get people through the gates, as we know. What's the vibe on Djokovic? Is he going to get into Australia? What's your vibe? He wants to play. There's no doubt about that. And he wants to be back and playing. The Australian Open has been the best Grand Slam for him. He's won mm. it the most amount of times. So look, that's a decision up to the federal government and to Novak and, and his team. Uh, I know they're having discussions. And um, I think uh, hopefully they're progressing those discussions because we're all about bringing the best players across to play this event. Mm. And arguably, he's the greatest player in the men's game of all time. So we'd love to see him playing, certainly from a, um, you know, from a GM standpoint of the United Cup here in WA. Um, but again, that's a matter for the federal uh, federal government and his team to make. 18 countries, each state, uh, Brisbane, uh, Queensland, New South Wales and WA will host between December 29 and January 4, two men, two women's mixed doubles if required. 
It's enormous. Tickets will go on sale November 11 after the draw, November 10. We staged at RAC Arena. We'd love to get some feedback from our listeners. 13 12 55, the Toolkit Tempo open line, or text 0487 736 736. If you would have some enthusiasm about such quality tennis players coming, you're up and about for it, Shep. I am. I can't wait to sit in the stands and sit my Aperol Spritz watching watching uh, some elite <laughs> tennis players <laughs> come in. And I'm an I'm a, I'm a entertainer. I love the uh, um, jock. Um, so uh, curious yeah. on a, on the court, but also a tennis purist. I would love to see live a Nadal, a Djokovic, because these guys, yeah. these guys are greatness. Yeah, Federer retired. So, is there only a, a small window for the near future to see these guys live? Yeah, well, I hope Venus Williams comes back. Serena, no, I'm Venus. Oh, you like Venus? I'll yeah. tell you why. Here we go. Robo Gorman, who is involved at mm. Tennis Australia, who's an AFL umpire, mm. where's number ten? Uh, I was working with Channel 10. We had one year of the Hopman Cup. I remember it. And I was doing an interview with Venus Williams. And um, it was the launch of Thanasi Kokonakis. Yes. Who correct. came in for mm-hmm. John Isner, who got That's injured. Right. And I interviewed Venus Williams. And she was had just launched a fashion label. And she said, oh, thank you for the airtime. It was brilliant. And she goes, I'll get you a towel. A, <laughs> a towel. A signed towel. Got you a towel? Yep. Gave it to Robbo Gorman. And Robbo Gorman was unhappy that I interviewed Anna Ivanovic in not in the normal zone mm. and refused to give me the towel. So oh, Robo Gorman still has the towel. Umpire 10, if anyone knows him in the AFL, is a little fella. And uh, he owes me a Venus Williams towel. We've still got some merch at Tennis West, so see what I can dig around for you, guys. BP, thanks for coming in. Great man. Uh, thanks, Brett joining us, uh, Tennis West CEO. So you're going to hear more of that. It's been launched today. It's going to be a massive tournament. Tickets will go on sale November 11. It's going to be massive. Nick Kyrgios fans, uh, Nadal fans, Djokovic fans, Badoza fans, whatever they may be, Switek fans, get your ear and your money ready because, let me say, tennis is coming back, the summer of tennis here in Western Australia. Let's get a breakaway. Gilly's not far away. And a couple of young WA football stars of the future joining us in the studio.